Welcome to another great episode of Black Equity Podcast. We are here for season five of Black Equity Podcast, and it's been a wonderful journey. All the different people that we've met, we've introduced you to, each episode, you really get an opportunity to get an insight into all these beautiful business minds, all these different investors, and you get to decide, well, who do I want to work with? Who do I want to collaborate with? What industries do I want to enter into? Who do I want to partner with? Who do I want to support? What companies do I want to invest in? What products or services do I want to um, purchase from these different individuals, right? There's a really great opportunity here to go through all these different episodes from season one till today and decide, hey, what's best for me? One of the best ways to know what's best for you is to know what makes you tick. Knowing thyself, to me, is the beginning of all wisdom. Something else to consider is what makes you happy, right? What brings you joy? And it's something that we don't talk about enough. Many times in the business community, in the investment community, it's all about the bottom line. What's the return on investment? How much am I going to make off of this? Which all that is important. The numbers are important. But for me, it's what's going to make me happy? On today's episode, we're going to speak with someone who's going to talk about the happiness mindset, having an infrared vision, being able to look forward and look out and say, okay, what makes me happy? And what are all the different variables I need to put in front of me to make sure I stay on the happiness mindset? I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in each and every week that we post our episodes and hopefully through this episode you're blessed by understanding the happiness mindset and then deciding what makes you happy from there you can tap into a wealth mindset because wealth to me comes from joy and joy and happiness go hand in hand so without further ado let's jump into this episode i'm dj motri of black equity network and welcome to Black Equity Podcast. All right, we're back for another great episode of Black Equity Podcast. Wow, I'm so excited about this. I'm excited about this conversation today because to me, everything begins in the mind. Yes. Or whether you're whether you're an entrepreneur, an investor, or you don't even know what you want to do, yes. everything is going to happen and start in the mind. Yes. And I think that is so important to have you on because you understand the mindset as a mindset coach of someone who has to make a pivot in their current 
professional life or make a pivot uh, with an endeavor that they may have, or they may just be getting into something totally brand new. And it's going to be the mind that is going to help them navigate those waters. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> you are so right, DJ. Yes. When did you know that mindset was really the foundation of everything? Um, very late uh, in life. Uh, you know, I never really paid attention to a lot about mindset before the age of 43. Um, you know, I'm just like anybody else, DJ, you know, going through life. Uh, I'm just, you know, I was telling uh, someone in another podcast interview, I'm just a small town country girl from Ohio who pick, who picked up, you know, life after a divorce and a loss of a child in the 90s. And uh, boldly moved by myself to the DMV area. And um, I was lost. I mean, all I knew was, you know, the clothes were in the back of the convertible and uh I-70 was behind me, which was a single lane highway. Right, and, right. And I was a little bit intimidated about where I was coming to, you know. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of great people have come out of small towns. <laughs> yes, yes, they, yes have. they have. A lot of a lot of people in Hollywood are from small towns. There are so many successful uh people who have come from Ohio, like me, uh, all to who to all my Ohio people, my Cardinals. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so I am just uh, a normal person like, you know, well, normal and abnormal. I'll explain that later. But I'm just a normal person who's just tried to navigate this life like everybody else. And um, just as before we started, I was just letting you know that I don't have a lot of fancy credentials, you know, like others that uh, you may have guests on. I'm just a open and honest woman who has a background of a high school education, um, who went to college for about 18, 19 hours, and was never really confident in myself to finish college because I am a full-blown dyslexic. Um, and it just frustrated me through my education process to even navigate education in a way that like others, you know, I'd always compared to myself to others and felt inadequate. And my parents, God bless them, like any parents, uh, if you're born in the 60s, like I was, you know, they had to do what they had to do to support the family. So everybody was working and they pretty much, you know, left the self-education on you while you're working. I'm the eldest. So I always used to come home and take care of my brothers and, you know, cook, clean and do the education. But the piece of it was that I got lost in the mix. They had no idea, really, because my brother is autistic. Mm. So the focus was put on him for personal and professional development, right. you know, because of his condition. And because I'm eldest, they just looked at to me as a leader but I don't want to speak down about it, but it was just, oh, Misha's fine, you know, she's doing okay, you know, or whatever. So mediocrity for me 
I had a lot of fixed mindset uh, type ways in the way that I grew up. And that's where fixed mindset starts is your influence and your surroundings in the way that you grow up, right? Mm-hmm. And your thoughts and your beliefs and what have you. So whatever your environment is, that's how, of course, your mind is being formed. You know, that's why people say the brain isn't fully developed until approximately age 22, 23, or what have you. Yep. And then after that, you spend all those years uh, from zero to 22, 23, trying to figure out who you are, fitting in, you know, navigating family, navigating where you want to go. And I always applauded people who figured it out early. Right. I didn't figure it out early, you know, and honestly, um, when I got this download, and I'll explain that in 2018 about what God wanted me to do in creating infrared vision was the why behind it. And we'll get to that. But I always growing up in my environment, see everybody going the same direction. You know, the talk from my parents was, girl, you're going to grow up, you know, get you some education, find something to do, get married, have kids, you know, that kind of same old repetitive talk that every household is having, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe that if you've seen anything happen through the COVID-19 environment right now, you're finding that people are changing their mindsets on the type of lifestyles that we want to. It's not just the millennials, it's the Gen Zs, it's the Gen Xs, you know, basically growing up like we have, if I could include you into some of that, is is that it's a a structural thing Mm -hmm. and thinking that, okay, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to go to school, and I'm going to get this X career, and it's boxed into doctor, lawyer, you know, this or that or what have you for a prestige title, prestige um, money, and whatever the case may be. Right. But I think we are finding that the uh, world is evolving now that people are, you know, look at the way we're dressing, uh, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I would never go to work casually. You know, I was in corporate starting at age 18 and you never could walk into my first corporate job was NCR, National Cash Register. And you could never walk into there without a a suit on. Right. 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 Never. And I was uneducated that it had to be navy or gray I my mother sent me in there with her style of suits where I had the corals the yellows I was bold I was different I was sharp I was clean but people are looking at me like where, where is she coming from you know with all this color so to speak but there are standards and things that have been broken in the last 15 20 years and that's what happens and your mindset as you, if you choose to evolve. Now, Carol Dweck says, and not a lot of African-Americans talk about mindset from a scientific perspective, but I've studied a little bit about Carol Dweck 
and the reasons why she wanted to put this out there in the universe is that people really don't understand, and neither did I, that you're either operating from a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And a lot of the fixed mindset traits are what I call, I'm going to put them in my terminology, is in a way of a boxed-in thinking, boxed-in behaviors. You don't like really moving or shaking or upsetting your own apple cart. That's my language, okay? Right. Apple cart, I like it. Right. The growth mindset says to an individual is, I'm... I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the same old ways. I'm, I'm tired of going around the same old mulberry bush, but some people like I used to, I'm going to refer to myself a lot because I'm my own perfect avatar is I used to go around the same old mulberry bush expecting a different result. And of course we know the true uh, message behind that as we've learned over the years, that's just total insanity. And that comes with whether or not you're unhappy with yourself, you're unhappy with your career, you're unhappy with your finances, or whatever the case may be. I used to drink the cup of unhappiness and still look good, look Mm -hmm. good, present myself a certain way. I mean, I am a nice person. I I'm a lovely friend. I'm a lovely daughter. I'm a lovely, you know, used to be a lovely wife, but are you really happy with yourself? So that's why when you land on my website, I ask a question, are you existing or living? So you asked me a question, when did I realize I was a late bloomer? So what infrared vision deals with is people over 40 age group. Um, who have been through a lot of adversity. And the reason why I chose to focus on that, it was a download from God because I'm my own personal avatar. You know, when you're in your 20s, 30s, you're figuring out, we're talking about that process of who you are and what you want out of life or what have you. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you can go smooth sailing, right? right. But then you start hitting some bumps in the road, like, I'll use me for an example. You know, you experience a loss of a child, you know, for some, that's going to take them out. (laughs) You understand? You can't fathom surviving some women past the loss of a child. I couldn't at the time. You understand? So that takes a lot of work to recover from that or a divorce. You know, that's another adversity at times that you hit in your later life or what have you. But for me, unfortunately, you know, I'm not going to be woe is me. A lot of this hit me at the same time. I had a loss, I had a divorce, all went under 90 days. And when you're so low on the ground and you're operating from a fixed mindset, you just tend to go into those natural human behaviors. Either you're going to be, you know, about the depression, or are you going to be about trying to fix it? So here's a story that I've told in a couple other podcast interviews, I think is very inspirational for your audience. When I was at the hospital, and I was packing up my clothes after the loss of my daughter, 
I had a red and black maternity top. And that's probably one of the inspirations for my brand colors because uh, I'm a new business. And I was folding it up and putting it in a red and black bag. But the day before I was doing that, I was retrospecting on the fact that this angel of a girlfriend came to the office, came to the hospital out of nowhere. I worked with her at the office briefly. She was a brand new employee. And out of her heart, she, I know God sent her to me because I didn't want to get out of bed. And she came to me and she said, you got to get up. I said, what are you talking about? She said, you got to get up. She was like, I was sent to you with this message. She was like, Misha, life is like a rubber ball and a crystal ball. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? She said, well, your rubber ball is your house, your car, your job, all those things that can be replaced. He, she was like, your crystal ball is like your daughter, your, your wife, your husband, the, your family, the things that you value. And when you throw them up against the wall, which one bounces back and which one shatters? And I said, um, the glass ball. And she says, well, that represents your daughter, your heart, your mindset, your family, those things that are very, very precious to you. She was like, but are you going to choose to be like a rubber ball or a crystal ball? And I said, you know what? Today, I'm a choose. I was too young at the time, you know, still about ripe old 28 at the time experiencing this. And I said, I'm a choose to be a rubber ball. Now, I didn't know anything about fixed mindset, growth mindset back then, but it was an attitude inside. Right. It's a choice like anything else that we do in our lives. And from that point, for some reason, I just feel like my inner self just rose to the challenge since I declared it out of my mouth. And I said, I think I'm going to get up out of here and I'm going to start something new. The word new and this is a Mishaism, the word new should become something that is going to be a part of a regular vocabulary over the age of 40. Now you can use it before the age of 40, but what I'm addressing with infrared vision is after the age of 40, because if you understand the path of the mind, if I say everything is in set in place in your early 20s and you get to be fully brain developed about 22 or 23, you know, then nobody can tell you nothing. You think you got it going on. And back when I was 23, I looked really good at thinking I had it going on. And we can convince ourselves that we have it going on. But through that adversity, as you go in your 40s and 50s, you still believe that you do. And that's wonderful. What I want other people to do is make a shift, but understand that you're not always going to be totally operating in a growth mindset. You can still shift over from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, but you're also still going to have to talk to the fixed mindset because everyone will float between the two. But there are some people who are just boxed in, and I don't mean to talk about my family. You have family members who, through your talk or your walk, say your talk and your walk about your entrepreneur spirit, mm -hmm. how you operate. 
if some of your family members that you've been around for a long time and they're used to getting up, going to an everyday job every single day, they're not going to really understand your mindset of being bold and stepping away from a job. And they're looking at you like two hands, like, man, for real, you know, because they're used to collecting a check. That used to be me. So while I don't criticize anyone with infrared vision that comes my way, I do feel like that I'm my perfect avatar for anyone that is mentored or coached by infrared. I am the perfect avatar because if you're dealing with the 40 plus community who has dealt with a lot of life adversity, and for those that God has wants to send my way, I don't, I'm not talking to the such a munchies. I'm not talking to the people that are got it all together. There are folks out there that need to know that you care because they don't have it all together and they do want to shift from that fixed mindset thinking and grow because they're free spirits and they want to be able to develop and go to the next level, the next level, the next level. And we're not talking about money. I think too much of the world has a centered mindset about success and measuring with money. How about a mindset of shifting from fixed to growth and just being simply happy? Mm. Wait, wait. So we just touched on something I want to I want to talk about. When people are putting together all these different plans for their lives, a lot of times the word happy, the word joy, never make it onto the onto the piece of paper. Never. And I'm glad you are emphasizing. Let's let's go there. I just I'm a little nasally today because I spent uh, I'm fully vaccinated and I spent yesterday with this uh, young gentleman friend of mine. We both quit our jobs, our last job. Uh, our last job in 2015 around the same time. So we spent okay. six hours at Outback yesterday and I, the green stuff got to me, but we got to talking deeply about the word happiness. Mm. And here he is, when I met him, he was 26 and I was 43 and he was my manager. And when I arrived at that job, I had just got laid off. I had been laid off for two years. All of my finances were jacked up. Excuse my French, uh, but I'm being <laughs> authentic. Jacked fine. up. My house was in foreclosure, you know, because the power isn't in the employer when they call you up one day and say, we don't need you. Now, I've always been in sales since 1993, but, and I've always been a decent performer or not, I'm not saying the highest, you know, revenue person in in the environment, but when you look at me, you go, "Mm, I like her, I'm not getting rid of her, and she's doing really, really well, so when you get the rug pulled out from under you, um, the day that I'll never forget it, the day that Obama took office, this has nothing to do with political, your political beliefs, but it's just a day that I have in my memory where the company called me up and said, pack up your computer because I was working from home, send it to us. And him and I got to talking about yesterday about how the power of an employer, no matter how much hard work that you put into a job, 
um, has just to make that pull that rug out from under you. Mm-hmm. And I, yes, and I was not ready for it at all. But I was not happy when I look back before entrepreneurship, 100% entrepreneurship in 2015. When I look back, I was just a robot. Mm. I was never happy with any of those positions. I was probably only happy with the one position that I relocated here from Ohio, which I relocated for Lucent Technologies. Mm -hmm. And because I was excited about the move after the loss and the divorce, I was so open-minded in myself without knowing anything about mindset. I was just open-minded. Now you can not be aware about mindset and still be open-minded to do something. So that is a very good move in itself. But some people are so darn closed-minded without even studying mindset. You've talked to a lot of people, they're closed-minded and have nothing to do with mindset. They're just closed-minded. Everything is no, 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 no. But I was at the point where my mindset was, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm getting up out of here because you stagnation. I felt it. I felt it up on my chest, like really, really hard. So yesterday we got to talking about, um, I'll mention his name, Ryan. I got to talking to him about how many people we were smiling. We were um, clicking the coffee cups and everything. We were like outside, <laughs> join the sun. Here he is, 36. Mm. And we're out there from 1 to 5 p.m. Our money is running in the background. Mm-hmm. We're both entrepreneurs. And we're just like, he was like, Misha, I'm going to go there really, really, really hard, DJ. He's like, Misha, stop telling people that you are non-degree dyslexic and being down about those credentials because what you did back in 2015 by packing your own box uh-huh. and walking out the back door and saying goodbye and just defining the fact that you are never going to work another day job, most people can't do that. Mm. most people can't do that and dj i am not the same woman i was at 23 33 43 or something then the reason why i'm focusing on people over the over the age of 40 is because that's when god spoke to me one Mm, day i was down here at at my home and uh I was praying about something, you know, about reorganizing my finances. What is my next about my job? All those things are just running through my head at the same time because I desired on the inside to be happy. You're right. We don't talk about happiness enough. So with this happiness mindset that we're discovering and talking about and sharing with the world part of it is knowing what makes you happy you you as the individual
One of the things that God had downloaded to me about DJ, you have to understand, um, I didn't really want to do infrared. So uh, quitting quitting my job, I came home to something that I had built as a sideline while I was on my day job. So people are going to wonder, well, how in the world did she quit her job? She didn't just quit her job. No, I quit my job through preparation. The ex job that I had was mandatory that we had vision boards on our desk, right? So when I arrived at that job after a layoff, that vision board, mandatory vision board on my desk, if you didn't have it on there, you would get fired. And then if you didn't change it every year, you were going to get fired. It was a mandate from the president of the company. So even though I didn't like the job every single day, I liked the concept that he made us put this vision board together and put it on our desk. And when I would walk around the call center, I was in inside sales at that time, trying to pull myself up by the bootstraps and reorganize my life after a two-year layoff. Understand, some people need to realize that after you get a layoff, and if you were at a high income or higher income, above 40, 50, 60, 70, 80,000, sometimes you got to humble yourself and take what you can get, whatever at the time. And at the time, I was, you know, the rug was pulled for me, you know, two years prior to that with a 55,000 plus year job. And honey, I could not find nothing at that particular time at that rate. So sometimes you got to go where God takes you. And my prayer was just to open a door, get me on payroll, get me back to getting my house reorganized and back from foreclosure and what have you. This particular job, I believe I was sent there for a purpose and a time such as God, because what it did with the vision port sitting in front of me and my little cubicle made me focus what was ahead of me on that board. Now you walk around the call center, people had these big, pretty homes and the cars. And I was thinking, how do they think they're going to get there with a, you know, $15 an hour job? You understand mm-hmm. what it's all about when you have vision, the way God spoke to me is, what is your current situation? My current situation, in all due honesty, was that my house was in foreclosure. I was in $50,000 worth of debt because I had to run up some credit cards to help me pay the bills. You know, that self, that, that employment insurance is not enough to live off of, right? So you got to do what you got to do. Whatever you do, you got to do. So I was dealing with what is currently going on now. And I think a lot of us in our mindsets, even when we're working our jobs, no matter what it is, it's okay to have your dreams and your vision. But I understand that you might focus on the Bill Gates or, you know, uh, what's the Amazon president? Oh, I forgot the man's Jeff name. Bezos, Jeff, yeah, Bezos Jeff Bezos or whatever, or Trump or whatever the case may be. It is nice to have those people in your view or mindset or what you believe it is to desire to have all that money, all that fame, all that power or whatever. But please, please, everyone, don't forget that happiness is not correlated with money, right? So if you're dealing with your current situation, which what is on that vision board, I don't mind that you you want the the six the hundred thousand dollar car 
or the six figure the home that costs 650 plus thousand but if you're only making 15 dollars an hour like i was your current situation right now is to save yourself <laughs> you right. got to put the oxygen mask on my plan is on my vision board like not everybody else's is number one what job can i get to make me happy number two I got $50,000 worth of debt I got to get up out of. Number three, my house is in foreclosure. I need to pull it out. So Jeff Bezos, Trump, and Bill Gates is not going to help me. <laughs> right, right. You get my point? I is get that it. Some people, I think, in their mindsets are trying to get someplace that is not realistic from their current point. Right. A launching pad is nice to have, but you got to go from the next step to the next step to the next step. Not everybody's going to get to be a, a Kylie Kardashian, have a lipstick, flip the switch in 60 seconds because she's got a bunch of followers and then be a billionaire in 24 hours. That's just not going to happen. What God has dealt with me is everybody's talking about the plateau of this person up here donating to this person down here which either the rich or donating to the poor but us middle class who are holding up the backs of the world like small businesses entrepreneurship and everything else who is helping you deal with the mindset that every single day that you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. And it's okay to be a turtle instead of a fox. And in the process of that, be happy. Meaning you're looking at a woman five years later from that story that I just told you about with a vision, vision board, if I could play on the business name, infrared vision. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'm self-employed, 94% out of bad debt. I'm 55 years old, never going back in debt, never going back to a day job. Notice how I'm talking. People are going to say, she's saying she's never, ever. No, I'm never, ever going back in debt. And I'm never going, I'm never going back in bad debt. There's bad right. debt and good debt. And I'm never going back to a day job. And there are certain things, and be, when you start saying never and taking control of the things that are going to make you happy and stop trying to be like the Joneses. See, God wants three quarters of the Bible deals with finances, right? Mm -hmm. He tells you to, to, to live within your means. Not everybody is supposed to be at X level. You see what I'm saying? So I believe as Americans, I was talking to this guy who opened up my business account back in 2018, and he said, I'm going back home. It was a foreign country. And I said, um, why? He was like, I've lived in America for a couple of years. And he said, you Americans complain way too much. He said, you have so much. You have your homes. You have your big, pretty cars. You have much abundance and money. But you complain. He said, I'm going back to my dirt country where my mom and dad love me, 
and my family um, gatherings where we eat at the dinner table every single night. And he said, I'm going back where there's love, very little complaining, and just a, the sense of family. Now, I just got quiet. Because, because if we've gotten so much away from our morals and values to where everything, our happiness is designed by a label, please understand I'm not knocking it. I used to drive a Mercedes. I used to live in a Knott's Landing home. You know, when I say Knott's Landing, big pretty home and a Knott's Landing, you know, everybody wanted to own a home where it's one way in, you go around and then you go back out. You know, I had all that. Right. But it didn't make me happy. I'm a humble person who lives in a very nice neighborhood right now with a condo. And what God is wanting me to deal with is, Misha, with infrared vision, I want you to put the message out there that each individual has to customize their own happiness. Stop looking to Joe. Stop looking to Sue. Stop looking to Gloria. Stop. What is it is going to make you happy? Because I think a lot of people are worrying about what I look like. Mm. Well, you mentioned customize your own happiness. Where does one begin to do that? How do you begin that process? Well, it just depends. Where, where is it you feel deficient? I'll mm. use me as an example. I felt deficient and understanding I was never taught financial literacy I was just taught to go get a job pay your bills you understand I wasn't I was taught to keep your credit score decent you know but no one ever talked to me about saving investing and things of that nature but I knew early on that because of my frustration with debt and I only rented maybe a couple years in my life but I got, I taught myself, I was like, where does the money go that it's better? Is it better to rent or is it better to invest in your own home? So while I'm not knocking education, I love education. I'm glad people get college degrees. But for me that didn't want to go to college any longer, I felt like if I was going to throw $100,000 on a loan somewhere to do something with, it was just better for me to buy a home. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm and build equity and do those things. When you look at your debt, and this is what I was talking about with Ryan yesterday, debt is a demonic mindset in a way that if you let it sit, I don't care what kind of debt it is. If it's not your home and it's not maybe a decent car that you want to drive, that middle expense of debt sitting around and we just keep not dealing with it like I did up until five years ago. And now that I'm so snap, a snap finger away of going to zero, bad debt. If you close your eyes and you just breathe and you imagine your debt just zero and you enjoy where you live and you enjoy what you drive, what is the freedom in the middle when you erase that debt and you think about the lifestyle of freedom that you can live, what comes with that is you erase the stress. 
that comes with it. And you look to the possibilities of your finances and what's next. It is, have you ever been debt free, DJ? Yes. Let's talk about that. How did that make you feel? It's very, what I tell people all the time is money is, it's, I've always called money not real. I'm about to get into this now. I've always saw it as a, this is just as a child. When I first came across money, I said, oh, this is man-made. I don't know how I knew this. But as a child, I said, oh, they're getting us to do this thing so we can be a part of this thing and get sucked into this thing. I couldn't put it all into words. But once I touched debt just a little bit, I said, oh, no, I can't have this. And I realized that money wasn't really money. Money just equaled whatever I valued. So then once I realized that it equaled what I value, well, then I can't be upside down. Because if I'm upside down, then I won't be able to acquire what it is that I value. And so it was freedom. What is your happiness tied to? Making sure that I'm doing what I believe is my purpose. Right. Fulfillment. Making right. sure that I'm, I'm making those impactful decisions that are going to be important for my legacy. Right. And it's not tied to what most of Let's go back to the guy that helped me open my business account in 2018. Sure. What he was saying was, we have so much and we're the biggest complainers. Yes. We're the most unhappy. And I'm coming across people where I'm starting to look at you side eye because... I used to have the, I'll tell this story. It's going to make your audience laugh. A couple years ago, I had this girlfriend named Debbie. I used to call Debbie when Debbie was broke. She was Debbie, but Debbie got smart and came in a little bit of money. Right. So I called her one day to check on her, see how she was doing. Her voicemail was, her voicemail was changed to, hi, this is Deborah. Deborah, leave me a message. I called her back the next week. I said, since when your name go from Debbie to Deborah? <laughs> Deborah? I said, just because you came in a little money, now it is Deborah? I want that mindset stopped. Mm-hmm. You get where I'm going with this? Yeah. Who are you? Period. Are you, are you, do you know your, Misha knows who she is. If you were to talk to this Misha, the one that was, that before it came to Maryland, she was a totally different person. If you had told that Misha that she would be an entrepreneur this day and look you in your eye and tell you, I'm never going back to a day job. I, that Misha, the one I said bye-bye to that was a boxed in thinker, totally of a fixed mindset would have told you I'll be working for somebody for the rest of my life. Yeah. That Misha would always have stayed in debt. That Misha would always have stayed unhappy. But what Ryan and I came to a conclusion yesterday is happiness comes from when you can control number one, your own schedule. Yes. When you can have the talent to grow your own revenue. 
when you can have the opportunity to wake up at nine or 11 and to decide whether or not you want to work or not work for the day or the week or the month. And that's what we doing. We non-degree dyslexic something somethings, you know, we're not millionaires, but if we can sustain a six, you know, plus figure income and go from there. Remember, I told you about the next steps and the next steps and next steps. Right. I have been at all income levels, just like anybody else. I've been zero. I've been laid off. I've been unemployment. I've been 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75, 85, 95. And the thing that I've learned at all income levels, income has nothing to do with your happiness. Mm. That's true. I, I wish more people understood. Cause I, I, I feel like over the last five years or so, there's been a big talk about making money. Let's get this money, generational wealth, money, 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 money. And I wish there was more talk even before pandemics about happiness. Let's go get this happiness. Let's go do the things that make us happy because that's what's ultimately going to attract all the really great and fun things that are going to be valuable to us anyway. Because money is just to get what's valuable to us. Exactly. So when I was talking to someone about infrared vision, they were not grasping that they were not, they were like, Oh, you got to go work on your brand a little bit more. I was like, what? Why? Because, and this is what I told Ryan yesterday, you tell, you tell the world that a billionaire Britney Spears is shaving her head and having a nervous breakdown and the, you know, I'm not cracking on Britney Spears, but that's the talk. She, she control her own finances right now or right. should she not, but she's shaving her head and you have to understand and look at that from a spiritual realm that she's got a lot of money, but that's not what's making her happy. She's emotionally unbalanced. Now I'm not going with infrared to mentor you and coach you because I've had to have my own counselors, but I think everybody should have a counselor in their back pocket but past that you got to deal with that mindset like you said in the beginning of the interview the mindset is what's happening before you go out and do a business before you go out and get another career before what is the mindset what are you set on because as I told you when you and you called me that day I said I used to tell my ex and my ex-husband watch where your feet go he was like, why are you tell me watch where my feet go? Because we learn this in church, whatever you're saying, whatever you're thinking, wherever your feet are going, all have to be in alignment in order for you to get where you need to go. We have people out here where their thoughts are one way, their talk is the other way, and their feet are going in a totally different direction. Mm. This is what God has asked me to deal with is because I am not the perfect person at all, but what I've noticed about my behavior since 43 and getting my life back in order is that my thinking, my talk, and my walk are all in alignment, and that's what's going to bring you to success. That's true alignment right there. When you have and, and the testimony is because my talk and my walk 
and my feet are all in alignment. It doesn't matter if I'm making 55, 65, 75, 85, 95, 105, or a million. The people need to hear this. It don't matter. I told Ryan yesterday, I said, what if I never, this is going to blow your mind. What if I said to you today that I never want to make more than a hundred grand a year? Why would I need more than a hundred grand if my fixed expenses are $2,500 a month and I'm bringing in 10K a month mm -hmm. and I'm content in the state I'm in where I'm at? And I'm living off a fixed expense of life with no debt outside of the house. That's good debt. That's an investment. You can move out, rent it, sell it, equity, you know, whatever. You know the deal. You're a financial right. expert. Oh, no. I am no expert. Okay. But you get what I'm saying. It's mm. all in the principle. What if I said I'm cool right now? Right. I'm living off it. Of, I'm deciding that I can live off of three. I'm bringing in 10, I live off of three and I invest the other $7,000. Who? Yes. God has asked me to tell, tell the people in infrared vision, it's not what you think. He says to be in the world, live in the world, but don't be of it. And that's yeah. a different mindset in itself. We are too busy being of the world having way too much. If COVID hasn't taught you anything, DJ, I got a whole closet and a half of clothes. Mm. I wear the same through COVID. I've worn the same three or four sweatpants <laughs> and the same four shirts. And I decided I was going to load 90% of my closet onto Poshmark. Shout out to Poshmark. They just went public on the NASDAQ. <laughs> about two months ago uh, but right yeah but at any rate during COVID I've made five thousand dollars wow just snapping from a bedroom loading up pictures and taking the box to the mailbox place oh wow during, that's it what I'm saying is also let's talk about this this is powerful too so Understand that whatever you're bringing in, if you could power yourself to have multiple streams of income, this is how my household is operating in the last five years while getting out of debt. I take the Poshmark, I let it make its thing, and I designate it, and I go, it's going to pay off that credit card, right? Yep. I take the income coming in from the business, and I say, I'm going to live, I dictate, I'm going to live off, because as an entrepreneur, you get to dictate, I'm going to live off the this, the 10%, and save, pay off debt with the 90. You got to make better decisions. And the reason why I want to focus on the over 50, 40 and 50 community is because I'm sad. I'm sad that when you pull up on the internet, and you could do it later on today, 50 to 68% of the of um, people over 40 and 50 who have made about a million dollars a year over a decade at 55,000 a year annual have more debt, more of everything, less savings in retirement. It says about 58 to 65% now, and it's not getting any smaller. That percentage is going higher. 
You mean to tell me, now I wasn't this smart in my 20s, 30s, and 40s, but God got me all to get way together right now at the age of 55. I'll be 55 in July. I just sat down with a financial advisor the other day, and she said, Misha, with you wiping out that debt, because God says he can redeem the time, but you got to be mature in your mindset in order to accomplish this. Even though I hadn't saved a lot for retirement, right? Because I'd been living a little bit too large, you know, <laughs> and not saving mm-hmm. and in that debt. But now that I've gotten out of that ins- insanity this year, I can redeem my time by taking a lot of money and investing it. So by in 10 years from now, I not only can catch up on the past mistakes, but I can sit pretty in the present mistake and present fut- and in the present of what I'm doing and make sure the outcome of the future is good, is sweet, is wonderful. Whatever you want that to be for you. Whatever you want that. I think it's a really great age group. Um, because like you said, a lot of people, they reach a certain age and they think, well, I guess, you know, I, you know, it's too late for me. But I feel like that's right at the perfect time to say, no, I mean, you might be uh, not as early as someone else, but you're right on time for what's going on in today's world to make that mindset shift and build it around happiness. I think it's the perfect group right. of people. But you understand why someone's trying to get me to change my brand and say, well, that's not going to sell. What do you, okay. So you think it's not going to sell, but holler at a sister in a couple of years, because you're not 55 yet. Holler at a sister in a couple of years where she's telling you she's saving a solid 10, 15 grand a month. And she's buying her dream investment beach property and renting it out. And that's on top of that. Then she's got a Poshmark clothing income. Then she's got this. We have Number one, you have to create an environment for multiple streams of income right now. Mm-hmm. Then I would tell people to take that and dictate it in different directions. Just don't rely on your job. And if you want to switch to entrepreneurship, you're going to have to come up with a plan. If you're going to be doing entrepreneurship and it's not easy, you're going to have to come up with a plan where it pleases you and pleases what you do for whatever that is for others as well. How far in advance should people be thinking when they're sitting down and putting their vision board out there? I know you talked about that earlier. How far in advance should we be picturing out what we're trying to accomplish? Well, I believe over the age of 40, you should actually, if you want to make a change, you're not happy because, I mean, I talked to someone and, you know, you got very successful, educated people out there that are doctors, lawyers, you know, they've got the money, they've got the title, they've got all that, but they're just not happy. You know, I read this article one day and it used to be on my website, but I took it down where the CEO was looking out the window and he, his real dream is he wanted to go swim with the dolphins, but he was worried whether or not, you know, Joe over here or his wife was, you know, going to criticize him for being unhappy and want to go swim with the dolphins. 
that's where we're at right now. I just saw something on the news last night where people want experiences. They want to live in experiences now. People are selling their homes. They're going by the water. You know, people want simple, people really want simpler lives. But it just depends on who you're hanging with. I hang with people who want to be happy. Yes. I hang with people. I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses. I gave up my Mercedes uh, five years ago for a little bitty, uh, I'm giving this as an example, a little $15,000 convertible bug that I paid off. And I still have her. It's 2008 and it's the last model they made. Uh, in that old style and I'm keeping her and I just put a new top on her last last month but I had her since uh, 2011 I just put a new top on her and she's cute but the freedom behind that it goes with my freedom spirit you have to design a life that's with for you I want to be free so the freedom spirit that I get from convertibles is that even when I had $20 to my name I could put something in the gas tank put the top down, put some frankly Beverly and Maze on and roll down the highway and just be free. That's beautiful. Just be free. To me, that is what money is to me. It's freedom. It's freedom. When when you look at it that way, you get to tap into this thing called joy. Joy, but we have to start getting back to understanding how to live within our means. Mm. we have to stop buying things based on perception of what do we think others would think of us so if you're surrounded by the person you know in my last podcast interview she you know I love my friend but she was like we're not I'm not knocking people for whatever growth you have whatever success you have whatever money you have that's not that God wants me to deal. When he told me your mindset and the way where you've come from to where you're at now, please tell it to your neighbor next door and next door. The ones that are going out sweating hard every single day. And when COVID hit, let me give you a quick example. You're going to love this one. Back in 2008, 9, and 10, my husband at the time, I said, this is a mess. We've lived way above our means, and this is a mess. We didn't have two nickels to rub together. And someone at my hair salon saw my long face, and she met me at the grocery to buy me groceries. Mm. I never thought I would be in that space, right? Mm -hmm. But two years later, I gave her back her $100. But I told my husband at the time, I said, we're never coming back here. And for the next recession that comes along or whatever pandemic or whatever, because it comes every 10 years, you don't even want to get me on them. <laughs> you don't even want to get me that's on that. that. That was a whole nother episode. But I said, we're never coming. I'm a skate right through it. Do you mm-hmm. understand that that was locked in and clap, clap, clap. I skated right through it mm-hmm. where a lot of people did not right. skate through it. And I remember this African-American gentleman on this uh, FM station. He had said that 10 years ago on the radio when I was crying about losing my house. He said, I'm not feeling this recession. I'm not, re- I'm not feeling this because I prepared for it. So I'm telling everybody now who's listening in your audience today, it's going to happen again in 10 years. 
So I would hope that you prepare for it. And for us that are even reaching, inching close to 40 or over 40, take this knowledge today and hear what I'm saying. Do a course correction in your mindset. I'm not knocking being fluid or or being very, very successful. I'm saying you have an opportunity to redesign your life and live within your means at a 30,000 level or 40,000 level, 50,000 level, 60,000. It's just perception. What are you buying? Why are you buying it? Be conscious of what is making you happy. Are you having that career because you want to impress somebody? Are you having that car because you want to impress somebody? Are you really acquiring these things? Are they making you happy? Because what I have found out at the age of 55, and I had this conversation with my girlfriend the other day, I said, why is it that I'm telling people I'm going to be debt-free and nobody's celebrating that? They're going, it's those crickets. It's mm. crickets. They're not used to that. So DJ, are we addicted to bad habits? Many people are. Many people, based off of, it, sometimes it's not necessarily a bad mindset. It's this thing called no mindset at all. And so I'm going to go wherever the wind takes me, and I'm not going to have a plan. I'm not going to have a vision. I'm not going to have the actual steps. And so that's why it's so important to meet someone like you who can say, okay, let's slow down for a second, and let's map this thing out. That's well, why we, we are talking about vision plans and goals and people are tired of hearing some I've heard them say, oh, that's just, it's not pie in the sky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here, here's another thing. And I know you don't have, you don't have too much longer, but I want you to grasp this. Sure. The gap between vision plans and goals and in individuals, some individuals is the talk and going back to that talk, thinking, and where your feet are. But the gap between implementing vision plans and goals is the actual implementation process and the accountability and the patience with it. Mm. There's a disconnect. Because, DJ, you know you could have vision plans and goals, right? Right. And you could talk about it, right? But are you absolutely implementing it? And who is holding you accountable to what you say? Do not hire a a mentor. Do not hire a mentor or a coach to fluff you up. I just read an article the other day. People go to motivational type um, events and things of that nature. That's wonderful, beautiful. But a psychologist, I read it in psychology, that's only going to stick to you for a few seconds, like when we go to church and we get all, you know, pray. I I love praising the Lord. I don't mess with the relationship with God. But after you do the praise and you walk out all, you know, you're just ready to conquer the world. What's next? You feel me? What's next? What are you taking with that word? Are you going to live that word or just exist in it that's why when you land on my website i ask you are you living or just existing and that correlates with the fixed and the growth mindset again you're not always going to be 
growth mindset. You're going to be toggling back and forth, just like me. But if you say yes, like I tell people all the time, you cannot shake a hand with a closed fist. Mm. If you actually open your hand and shake another person's hand and go in agreements, I'm asking you to come along with a journey with me with infrared to discover why things are the way they are, just like I had to discover it. Was I going to shut down? My natural personality is just to shut down and not do anything, not say anything. I'm actually an introvert. But when I came to Maryland, I was forced to be something else that I'm not. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm becoming an extrovert. But now I'm 50% introvert and 50% extrovert, which I looked it up. And now I've developed into an ambivert personality. With you today, I'm an extrovert. But when I get off from here, I love my blankie. And I love and I love my little puppy dog. Right. And I love getting me some comfort food. You know, I eat healthier now, you know, but I love going inward as well. But that's what we do in our also in our lifestyles and our actions. And again, I don't want to knock abundance. I would like more abundance one day, but God says in his word, if you can't take care of the little that I give you. How do you expect to take care of the much? Think about that. Because when, right. people, when people get the much and they never learn the behaviors behind it to take care of the little, that's why you see lottery people go broke. MC Hammer said, you can't touch this, but he touched a lot. <laughs> he touched a lot of money and it ended up broke. But it's because it's not about the about the money. It's about the process. It's about the, the actual learning, the learning and the steps. You feel me now. Thank you for validating you, that. Once you know what those steps are, then they become repeatable. And in different adventures that you have, you can do those different steps. Of course, things will change depending on what the venture is, but you'll be able to streamline what it is you're trying to accomplish. So I understand exactly where you're coming from. Exactly. And you're not going to repeat when you found out that it was so hard for you to get free and out of debt and whatever. You don't want to repeat those behaviors. No, I'm, I'm 55 years old. I don't want to go into retirement poor. So I won't repeat going out and living above my means. I will go along in a process and steps that when it's time, that's why I'm starting to incorporate more in my talk track. People give me all kinds of things in this fast microwave world. And I have to go and tell that person, I love that you mentor me this way. I love that you want me to do this in X way, but I got to do it in my perfect timing because I'm thinking more methodically now than I ever have before. And I think with people would actually take an opportunity to have a conversation with me they would understand that infrared vision is not all about me teaching you how to develop a business me teaching you how to do xyz but before you do all that you have to deal with that mindset period mindset is being dealt with you know whether you get with a mentor or coach is helping you develop your career mindset and and in dealing with your money but mindset 
period needs to have its primary focus and respect. And that's what infrared vision is all about before you move away into the next project. And you have to start focusing on that happiness. When you said that to me, you and I are going to vibe from this day on because we got to start having more conversations about happiness. The CEO of Zappos, I like his statement, his quote. He says, the money will follow you. Mm-hmm. My money, I'm not bragging or boasting. My money is behind me. It has to catch up with me. It's following me because I put in the work daily. I'm not chasing it. It's following because I put the oxygen mask on me first. And then I put it on somebody else. And I'm happy now. Now, if you come into, I, I've, I invited a couple of church ladies in here not too long ago. They're doing a lot of comparing. Oh, your house bigger than mine, my house smaller than yours. I don't care. You don't like the size of my house. You don't like the way it looks. You don't have to eat at my dinner table. I'm happy. The mere fact that you're a man and that you're out of debt and that you can wake up every single day and provide for your family or yourself or whatever, and your friends are out there just struggling. You may not be a millionaire, but you've got something to give them. And I find that that is much more gratifying. I have seeded into so many households in the last couple of years where I couldn't have done that 10 years ago. You know, I hear a shortage on someone. It's nice for me to go. I feel good to be able to contribute and go write my check, you know, and it's not based on the fact whether I'm a millionaire or not. It's a fact that if I see a need, I can go ahead and do it. I have that freedom to do it. It's gratifying to help people. I agree. People are listening to this and the right people are going to want to work with you. What is that process? I know you mentioned your website. What is that process to work with you? What can people expect? In seeking out infrared vision, please understand that, again, you know, I'm not looking for someone who has it all together with infrared vision, but if you are looking to rediscover your life after much adversity over the age of 40 and 50, and you're looking for a reset, you can reach out to www.infraredvision.org and schedule some time to have a conversation because we can work on your mindset around self-confidence, around your mindset on how you have some of your fixed thoughts and you want to be able to grow in a different direction. You want to have that powerful alignment of your mind and your words and your feet going in the same direction without any kind of separation. That's very important. Or you may want to discover how you can recorrect your mindset around your money so you can be freer in that space instead of impressing others, impress yourself. (laughs) That's where I'm at. And also an opportunity. I just added another service as well because during COVID, it made me realize that maybe some solopreneurs were at home banging their heads on their desk because they have a great service, great credentials, great everything, but they weren't selling. Uh, So I just added a um, service where I want to help focus solopreneurs on just the intro level 
of under, understanding the art of sales. Um, haven't started advertising about that yet, but I will. In that's going to be fun. I know yeah, you're that's, great at that. I know yeah. you're great at that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to do it because I do Misha in her own way. I'm like a mm -hmm. soft-spoken ninja that just, for some reason, you like, I like her. And I'm reaching slowly for my credit card and I'm getting ready to give it to her. And I don't know why. So I don't know how to bottle that up and teach it to someone, but I'm going to work. About is that we just want to help people over 40 who are a little lost to help them redefine, rebuild and restore. And I just got that trademarked. I, I said that in my last podcast because it happened in the last 60 days. If anybody knows about trademarking, it's a complicated and long <laughs> process. So you celebrate when you get I'm it. I'm super <laughs> happy that you got that. Yeah. So we want to redefine, rebuild, restore. That's the messaging that needs to happen. And we want to point you back to happiness, which you just said. I love that we locked into that today because more discussion needs to happen about that. I think people assume that a lot of people with a lot of money and all this, uh, you know, abundance and, you know, big, pretty homes are happy. But I've talked to a lot of people who are still not happy. They're not happy with that. I think people really just want to, you need to find something that's more valuable, more purposeful. Like you said, you have value, you have purpose, and that's knowing who you really are. You know, I like to eat dinner with you one day and you go, Misha, you I can see this. I feel it. It has to, it has to be something that you feel from people. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel it from a lot of people, DJ. And mm. that's what exactly what infrared vision is all about. And I want to know the why behind that you're not experiencing. Isn't it a fallacy? If greater are, I told you this on the phone, if greater are your latter days than your first and with the word of God, then what does he mean by that? God is not focused on your money. He's not focused on your materialism. No. He's focused on the intentions of your heart and the level of your happiness. He yeah. created this world for you to live in it. But he didn't create for you to have that mindset all about all this materialism. He created you for you to live in it and be happy. And that's why Proverbs 29.18 is the theme of infrared vision. People are perishing for the lack of a vision. Mm. And you need to redefine that vision from decade to decade as you age. I like to think I'm kind of like Benjamin Button because I'm coming into a sense of reality. I don't look like what I've been through. I tell people all the time, I see a lot of people that are over the age of 40 or 50 and some look like they, what they've been through and some don't, right? It's a mindset. It's a decision. I'm going to decide to age backwards and look better as I get older because I'm going to take care of my tempo. I'm going to take care of my mindset. I'm going to live within my means. I'm not here to impress you. I'm in here to impress me and God. And when you start reversing that, you'll find that you'll move and flow, ebb and flow in a way that is purposeful. 
and meaningful to you. Stop trying to measure yourself by everybody else. Do what makes you happy. If you ask me today, I would say, you'd be like, Misha, what can we do this afternoon to go hang out? I said, well, DJ, since my money is following me, why don't you and your family pack up and we go and get in my Jeep? We take the doors off, the roof off. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to eat something really, really good off the grill. We're just going to spend the day. The power beside, behind making those kinds of decisions have nothing to do with us being a millionaire. It right. just has something to, for us to do to be free and happy and be in the moment. And America, stop being so obsessed with the things that are like a rubber ball. You've got to take care of those things that are a crystal ball. Your heart, your mind, your soul do not perish from the lack of a vision. Misha, I want to thank you so much for coming on Black Equity. Uh, I think this is, actually I know, it's already touched me. This is going to be an episode that people are going to repeat over and over again. Um, because mindset is the beginning and the foundation of everything, whether it is um, in business and life and friendship, it all comes down to what was in your brain before you said it, before you did it, before you walked it, before you lived it. And so I want to thank you so much for coming through and uh, bringing this wisdom uh, to our uh, podcast. And the doors are open. Anytime you want to come in in the future, continue this conversation. I look forward to having that, that talk. Thank you. Thank you so much, DJ. Have a wonderful and blessed day. You as well. Thank you, Misha, for sharing your journey with us. We appreciate you coming here on Black Equity Podcast to have the conversation that very few people are able to have. This happiness mindset, this concept of tapping into your inner joy, that's what's going to lead to wealth long-term. I'm excited that this is the beginning of our season five, and we have a lot of great episodes for you as we continue on this Black Equity journey. Thank you again to our guest today. The link to her website is in our show notes. Go ahead and head over there. If you want to work with her company, let's make that connection happen. We want to make sure everybody has access to everything that they need that's going to bring joy and happiness to their life. I'll talk to you on the next episode of Black Equity Podcast. I'll talk to you soon.